Welcome to the OTA podcast where we discuss everything performance training. I'm Coach Chris Barnard. Let's get into it. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the OTA podcast. I'm your host, Chris Barnard. And for today's video, I'm pulling it from a question that I had with our coaches and our coaching program. If you guys are interested in that coaching program, check out the link down below. OTAU is is just amazing. Being able to network and work with a lot of you coaches uh, has been awesome. So if you're interested in more information about that, check that out down below. However, the question was about just progressions in core training, right? Training the trunk for athletes. Like, what are we trying to do? What's the progression? And how do we progress it here at OTA? So I think the best way for me to be able to do this is to is to, again, break it down in the most simplistic form and then realize that you can branch off from there and create it as complex as you want, all right? So the way that I do this is I look at, you know, in any progression, where am I really trying to make our biggest leaps and bounds in in getting that positive adaptation with our athletes or results with our athletes? And that's in the off season, right? This is when they're not focused on the season, they're not preseason or not postseason. We have that, usually that opportunity with our team sport athletes from anywhere from three to four, up to five months of really consistent applying stress to them to get good results. So through that off season, I usually have a, you know, a basic starting point and ending point of where I want to go in progression with all of our movements. However, today we're talking and discussing the core or the trunk. What I want to do is I want to break it down to the most common movements that the trunk is going to perform right one you're going to have flexion right these are going to be anything where you're essentially sitting up two you're going to have extension right this is going to be um you know most of those movements like your supermans your prone cobras your your hyper extensions right all those movements associated where you're going to isolate the trunk you're going to have lateral flexion right side to side and then you're going to have rotation Okay, and then there's other variations and we can get into the sling systems and all those things as we go. But those are the most simplistic four patterns of the trunk that we can kind of break those down into. Now, if we know those and we're touching those, uh, basically those four within a one week period, we can then break that into how are we going to progress from the least complex, right? Most stable, creating the most stability all the way up to the most dynamic and most complex, just like anything we do in our training. So usually phase one, right, depending on how long it is, but usually around phase one is creating that least complex and building that building that solid foundation, right? This is in our prep phase or in our phase one. And these are usually anti-movements. So this is going to be anti-flexion, anti-extension, anti-lateral flexion, and anti-rotation. And I know that these anti-movements have caught heat in the, in the fitness industry. I know some people are absolutely for them. Some people are against them. To me, what I look at when I perform anti-movements is I'm, I'm looking at building a foundation of strength that I can then take on, right? And building all those intricate muscles up the spine, building that stability, that capacity, the ability to hold resistance, to have more quality and be able to load more, right? Whether it be an axial load or overhead load, all those things support other things. In addition to that, when you train anti-movements, 
especially with the trunk. What you need to realize is athletes, when they're sprinting, cutting, jumping, the level of stability that you can perform from those static movements allow an athlete to transfer energy, right? And I know that we're going to do that later on when we perform more dynamic movements, but like, say for instance, if an athlete is cutting a hard 90 degrees, in order for the upper half not to continue traveling forward and decelerate, has to transfer energy from the lower to upper half. So for them to stay one unit, make that cut, and then shift and change directions, that upper half has to stay solid through the trunk. So all those anti-movements support things such as that. So I'm a big fan of those, especially in the beginning. And again, they build the foundation. They solidify the foundation for us to build upon. What's up coaches? Real quickly, let me go ahead and introduce you to Performance Coach U certification. Now this is the certification slash course that I put together for coaches who want to train athletes and not only get results, but also maximize profits in the private sector. The problem that I saw with a lot of these courses and certifications out there for coaches was that they provided a lot of information and not a lot of application. So I wanted to pull back the covers over 10 plus years of experience and show you the ins and outs of actually being in the trenches so that you get maximum results while also scaling your business. So if you're interested in this, go ahead and check out the link down below and you can get more information. Now in our second phase, usually what I introduce is exactly those basic patterns, okay? So instead of anti, we're actually going into those basic patterns, which might be a flexion, an extension, rotation, and anti and, and lateral flexion, right? So it's gonna be uh, you know, a basic example of each of them for a, a lateral flexion. It's gonna be a side plank hip lift, right? So now I'm actually putting lateral flexion through a range of motion or like, I don't know, what's a basic one? Like a side bend. Uh, for a rotation, right? They're gonna rotate maybe on their butt, right? They're gonna perform some kind of real basic rotational movement, whether that be like a seated twist or a seated med ball twist. Um, for flexion, we could be like a sprinter sit-up, a pike crunch, a leg lift, a hanging leg raise. Any of these movements where they're basically flexing through that anterior chain. And then extension. I talked about this before. Your prone supermans, right? Your prone cobras, uh, your, your hyperextensions. Now you're putting the muscle and you're, you're actually shortening and lengthening the muscle as opposed to a static hold. So we've built the base. Now we're putting it through the basic common movements. Then the last phase, and this can get carried on for multiple phases, is where we start to get, again, a little bit more complex. Now is the last final phase is what I call integration, right? And this is where you want to integrate both halves and transfer energy through the trunk, okay? So now things are gonna get a little bit more dynamic. So for like, for instance, something with a rotation. Now with the rotation, I'm gonna be standing and I'm gonna be throwing a medicine ball, right? For repeated effort against a wall. Now I'm shifting my weight through my lower body. I can perform something with a little more resistance. I can perform like a wood chop or a reverse wood chop, right? Where I'm swinging the weight with my upper half the force is generated through the ground, through my lower half, transferred through my trunk, and then result is basically transferring that energy through the upper half. So these are movements of how we integrate the entire body. We can also go integration 
with like a sling, like a posterior sling, getting the lat and the and the opposing glute involved. Just different ways that we can start to integrate that are gonna create more efficient movement. Then you're gonna, you know, the same thing. You're gonna address flexion, extension. It's gonna be a little bit more dynamic movement, be a little bit more open chain, uh, uh, some kind of loading, some kind of uh, carries, walking, right? Moving with the movement. You can add a lunge. So there's just a many different ways that you can, can start to create complexity around those four movements, but you all stem from that, you know, from a progression standpoint, because what I've noticed is a lot of coaches just kind of throw stuff on the wall when it comes to their trunk and there's no really progression that we're building to. Now, it's not to say, you know, when I have an NFL athlete come in day one, it's not to say that he can't go perform integrated movements right off the bat. But what I notice is when I actually pull the reins back and challenge them with an anti-flexion, anti-extension, and really challenge them in the beginning of the offseason, build that base, what I notice is I've done my diligence as I progress them up, and I'm going to get higher quality integrated movement later on. Right. So that's why we perform progressions. That's why we start with more basic, less complex movements and continue to elevate them as they go. You know, big thing I always challenge coaches on and I'll always say is that the results are in the details of your coaching. So if you can make something the most basic meat and potatoes movement and challenge them and perform the technique right or challenge the intensity or the or the complexity of of even how they're doing it um that's really where you get the results from these things it's not about how complex and how diverse you can make your exercises all the patterns are roughly the same remember a lot of the complexity and everything like that comes from the actual sport don't try to overcomplicate what they're doing in their training just do it at an extremely high level and if you do that you're going to continue to get results with them so i'll leave you with that i hope this was fruitful again if you guys are interested in you know training or more about programming and all those things we do have a course we put together we've got numerous amounts of coaches in there getting great success so if you're interested in that, check out the link down below otau uh performance coach you and uh yeah i'll holler at you guys next time